Hey there, hey, and welcome to this hump yay pod of Born to be a Star. Today is a day and another opportunity for us to recognize our star power. For us to recognize that we can do anything that we put our minds to. Have you looked in a mirror today? Have you looked at your reflection? Have you seen where you've been? And do you have an idea of where you're going to next? Sometimes we can say yes to that question, or sometimes we can say no to that question. And that's okay. You might not necessarily need to know what you're doing next or where you're going next, but you should have somewhat of an idea about it, right? I think we all should. We should relish in any opportunity we get (coughs) to appreciate ourselves more, to tell ourselves, yes, we can. Yes, we can do amazing things, meet new people, try something out new, cook something different, travel, talk to somebody we haven't talked to in a while, open up a door that's been closed, believe in ourselves, apply to an even better job than we work right now, flourish, buy our our first time house, adopt a child, uh, try to have a child, do whatever. Yes, we can buy a new pair of shoes or figure out jewelry or figure out anything really and following the yes we can we need to move into the never give up if you ever get up give up how are you going to get to the best part of the story you're not you're only going to have half of the story and just like john cena says we can't give up when he does the make a wish to all the children that might be sick and could get better you can't tell a child to give up like Imagine when you're saying that to yourself or someone else. It's like you're telling a child to give up. Like when you're trying to say to yourself, I give up. You're saying that to yourself as a child. Like don't do that, man. Believe in yourself. Say to yourself, I'm never giving up. I'm always going to try. I'm always going to try to get to the next stage of my life. And if you do that, you will get to the better stage of it. And you will get to the ending of it. And you'll see where the journey is taking you. Following that, you need to... Say to yourself, why not today? Because procrastination and indecisiveness isn't going to get you anywhere. Where you keep saying, I'm going to get to that next week. At some point, I'm going to do that. I'm going to call this family member here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to the next family thing. Blah, 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 blah. Like, are you really going to do that? Like, I remember, like, I kept saying I was going to go visit my Uncle Dwight. And then he died. And it was like, I can't go visit my Uncle Dwight. And the pain of that, like... Having family members you love be taken out from cancer and stuff. It's horrible. He's not the first family member and he probably won't be the last one. But trust me when I say, stop putting things on a back burner. Indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to get you anywhere. You need to jump into whatever you're thinking about. Don't wait to think about it tomorrow. Do it. If you want to persevere or you want to accomplish something or you want to set a goal or set a trend and you want to see how good you're going to do, just go do it. Don't think about it. Go do it. Don't wait till tomorrow. Go do it today. Make that phone call. If you want a new apartment, a new house, a new car, a new job, a new degree, and uh, uh, you want to switch your major in college, or you want to switch your dorm room, or you want to switch your college job, go do it today and don't wait for tomorrow. There's that. Next part of the conversation. Let's get into the best part of the conversation by getting into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lied to us, they lied to us anyway. So the propaganda conversation with climate change and electric cars and telling the gun sellers that they need to go green and all this ridiculous pompous bullshit needs to be just stopped right away. 
they want your guns because they want the power, right? They want to tell you what you can and cannot do. And they like that. They enjoy it. And you know what we need to do? We need to remind them that it's one of our rights to bear arms and have uh, legal weaponry. If, if you want to have a gun, as long as you follow the rules and you don't just bring it out randomly, I think you should be allowed to have that. Honestly, it's not just that, though, right? They don't just want your guns. They want to tell you that you can't use the stove. They want to tell you that the car that you spend all your money on every month to have, you can't have that either because it uses gas, right? And they want to tell you what you can and can't eat. They want to tell you when you can wash your clothes. They want to tell you what kind of dishwasher to have. They want to tell you all this ridiculous shit. They want to talk about climate change all the time and blame forest fires from Canada on the climate. And they forget to tell you about the fact that if climate really mattered, they'd be trying to implement things into legislation like 40 years ago that were going to be benefiting today. Except they didn't do that. And if they're going to fix anything with the world with climate, they're going to need China and China, China and India to be involved. And they don't have either one. So this is doomed before it started. I don't want to hear them talk about gun laws and gun rights. Because as I say all the time, bad guys don't buy their guns at the stores. They don't have gun licenses. They're bad guys. Why are we acting like Gotham City isn't real? And why aren't we acting like bad guys play by rules? You took cops away from being cops because you want this soft, gangland and you got what you wanted but now you're gonna blame it on other people because they want their guns it's bullshit I don't know. I like to tell you that things are getting better, but they're not. I like to tell you that we're going to get back to some sort of a normalcy, but we aren't. Gavin Newsom's stupid. And have you heard him talk? Clearly, he wants to be the president of the United States of America. Is he really going to red states trying to give them a speech about anything? You've completely dismantled and destroyed California. Nobody wants to go there. And the only smucks that want to go there are fucking stupid and they don't know anything about life. I'm just going to say it. I'm saying that and I mean it. The only people that want to go there are progressives and left and idiots. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, gay, straight, bisexual, trans, whatever the fuck you want to be. If you're propping up California, you're a blind fucking idiot. California is a shit show. Gavin Newsom is completely embarrassing. And crime is taking over all of California. You can lie to yourself and act like it doesn't. But unless you're a Kardashian, and even if you are a Kardashian, you're seeing this in everywhere in California. And I'm good. 
the taxes cost too much and it's not worth it. It is not worth it. And if you think it is, then you're even more of an idiot than I'm saying. Honestly, if you can get out of California, leave, go anywhere, go to Texas, go to Florida, get out of California. There's other places you can live in America and it doesn't have to be there. That is a melting pot of shit. It's legitimately a melting pot of shit. You need to leave. It can't be saved. When I hear Republicans say they're trying to save it, it can't be saved. It's done. There's no saving it. There's no fixing that one. It is not fixable. Gavin Newsom. He says the most ridiculous shit, and I'm just over it. I'm over the lies and all the crap that Gavin Newsom says. He clearly wants to be the president. He can't hide it anymore, and he's just a fucking moron. He was complaining about Ron DeSantis shipping the illegal aliens to California, but that's an open state. What are you complaining about? Like, what's New York complaining about? We can't house any more people. We can't have any more people here. You people are open states. Like, maybe you should have you shouldn't have implemented that stupid stupid fucking law or the legislation in your state. I really think that we all need to just call Gavin Newsom out. He is a pathetic, pathetic leader, um, acknowledging that he talks to Biden. If he talks to Biden, then I don't really want to talk to him. Because is anybody actually having a rational conversation with Joe Biden? He doesn't even know what the fuck he is. He cannot talk. He cannot walk. He cannot look. He cannot think. He has to be like led around like he's an infant at a daycare. Insanity is what we should call this. We do not have anybody running the country. We just have a bunch of shrooms with their hand up Joe Biden's ass making him talk. That's what we're having right now. We have a puppet president. And Gavin Newsom would be another puppet president. Wake up, everybody. None of these people are on our side. How corrupt is the CIA? Well, they killed John F. Kennedy Jr. or whatever the fuck his name is. And he wasn't the only one. They definitely had something to do with killing Malcolm X. And they definitely had something to do with, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Anytime you have a group of people that are trying to fight the government, they'll do anything to silence them, including kill them or murder them. There's been so many situations they've been involved in that don't make any sense that make you question them entirely and no one talks about it. No one talks about their 
part of the government or what they do or what they're supposed to be doing or the fact that they're attacking Catholic Christians in America or they're attacking Americans. But that's a problem, isn't it? It should be. I mean, come on, man. We're in trouble. The Mueller report. And Russia, Russia, Russia. You know what the Mueller report showed? Nothing. You know what Russia, Russia, Russia hoax proved by Hillary Clinton and the CIA and the FBI? That Trump was innocent. You know what that proves? All these things just perfectly showed that they don't actually have anything on Trump. They're making shit up and they're lying. That's what it showed. And you can say whatever you want about the situation. You can lie to yourself. You can act like Trump's the worst president in the United States of American history. I voted for him the first time in 2016 and I voted for him again in 2020. And I won't lie about that because I did both times. And I don't regret any of it. When he became president of the United States of America, it was the first time that I ever saw America be something you wanted to be proud of. Because we had a president that didn't give a fuck about anybody in the world. He called everybody out, and he didn't need their money. He doesn't need pharma. He doesn't need any of that shit. He was fighting for Americans. The Americans that are in the middle class that go to McDonald's, that feed their families, that are working paycheck to paycheck, that are trying to buy houses and pay for mortgages and just trying to live a normal middle class life. Those Americans, me, my husband, right? Our friends, right? I recognized a man that was willing to call out bullshit and call the media what they are, fake media. He did it unapologetically and he fights for the people. And I will again vote for him again in 2024. And I look forward to the day when he again becomes the president of the United States of America, which is where he should be right now, honestly. He is the only president that should win. He deserves to win victoriously after these people have indicted him multiple times, after they keep attacking him, only because he doesn't want to go along with their bullshit. Trump is the problem because Trump doesn't need them, but they need him. Let's get to the next part of the conversation by talking about some tea. When when ugly people talk about others, don't you question their intent? Like, why are you talking about anybody? You're ugly. Nobody wants to talk about you. And I'm not trying to say that in a derogatory way, right? I'm just seriously asking. When an ugly person has something to say about somebody who has energy and who's probably beautiful, they're probably hating on them. Like, they're they're legitimately hating on them. They are targeting them, and they're being mean. And that's fine. I seriously think that 
you don't just have to look ugly, but you can be ugly. Like your spirit, like your personality, your character, your aura. It can all be ugly. And you could pretend like you're such a people person and you get along with everybody. And you could really lie and try to have that be what everybody reads. But I told you yesterday when I talked about angels and demons, I have this weird thing where I can just read something right away. And once I know who you are, once you start talking, I can't undo it. It's the weirdest thing. And I, and I have this like weird power that gives me the ability to tell who people are. And, and once you know, you can't unknow. You can't undo it. Do I, do I wish I could not see it? Of course. But I do. So there's no undoing that. Do, do I wish it would save me from not being able to care? Yeah. But once I can read who you really are and what you're really trying to do, there's no fixing it. And people hate me for a reason. Because they ain't me. I, I've been through a lot. And I know we all have been through a lot. But that does not mean you can let your ugly attitude get the best of anybody. And if you want to be portrayed as that, go ahead. Next. Get in the line, haters. There's a long-ass line, and I got hater shades, and I don't care. Because my Ray-Bans let me see great light. So keep it moving, losers. You're going to be in line all day like the rest of the losers that are already in the line with you. Let's get to the main part of the conversation. Move up and don't look down. When you're steady on your trend of doing good and succeeding and moving up, focus on your next destination and stay in line with that. Like instead of wanting to say things and have it out and hash things out or talk about anything, that really shouldn't be something you should care about. You should just be moving on and keeping it new and real and just moving on. And you shouldn't be living your life caring about what others think, right? When you're moving up, right, if you got a promotion or you found a new job that pays you more and sees your talent and sees your light and sees your ability, move up. Right? Move up. And don't look down. When you're moving up, you can't look down on an escalator to see what's happening. You shouldn't care about what's happening with anything else. When you're moving up or moving on and moving forward, you can't look back. I talk about that with you all the time. If you're driving ahead, you can't like look in the rear view to see what's happening. Because you're going to probably get in a car accident. That's not how you should be moving with your life either. If you're moving forward or you're moving up, don't look down. Regret is avoidable by just saying things like they are. Following what you think is right, listening to your consciousness, and not waiting for tomorrow. Right? I say that at the beginning of the, the mantra, why not today? If you do the mantra of why not today every day, and you don't wait to tomorrow, and you're not suffering from procrastination syndrome or indecisiveness sickness, then you're never going to regret anything. 
And telling people how you really feel is important too. Don't hold everything. Don't go to sleep with stress. Don't let your job go home with you. Leave the job at the door and walk away from it. It's possible not to be miserable. And it's also possible to find happiness. Just saying. The housing nightmare. There's no housing. Like, (laughs) real estate is dead. If you're trying to look for a property, you're not going to find one. There is nothing. I hate to say this, but this is a seller's market. It is not a buyer's market. If you have a property, don't sell it. Stay in it. But if you're trying to get out of a bad deal and you don't want to pay a lot of taxes and you live in some democratic state and you're overpaying and you're dying, find a way to get out of it and sell it and then just rent a condo or something instead of spending a ridiculous amount of money. Right. We're going through some dark shit here, and you need to be aware of the climate that you're in. It sucks, though, right? Me and Skip finally are ready to buy property, and we've been looking for almost two years now. And we can't find anything, and it really sucks. And then it leads me back to the first property we looked at. Like, should we have looked at that and just bought that and just been okay with that? Because if we did that, we wouldn't be looking for a property now. And now we can't find anything. And now there's nothing on the market. And we're just miserable. Like, was there an easier way to deal with this? Because I don't know what we're going to do now. That's concerning. I don't know. But it's a nightmare. And I can only blame one person, Joe Biden. And I can also blame his bitch wife. And I'm just going to say that. And I don't feel bad about saying that. I mean it. The country is in dire need of real leadership, and it doesn't have that. And these people don't know what they're doing with money. The woman that's in control of another branch of the government is a complete dumbass. And, like, everything is being hyperinflated, and we're just living in a bad situation. And if you're trying to get out of the renting limbo, good luck. But the renting limbo is better than the, the, like... It's better than the mortgage limbo. Because do you want to be stuck with a mortgage that's not worth the value of the property you're buying? Do you want to have all this acre of land and all this grass to mow and some crap that you don't want to actually deal with? Do you? I don't know if you really want to be bothered with that. I don't see the hindsight of that. Like, I like grass, but my dog is 4.5, like he's 5 pounds. How much grass does he need? Not a lot. And I don't really want to deal with mowing the grass and all the crap that goes with that either. Part of me wants to just have my own property just so we can do whatever we want and keep the blinds whatever way we want them to and not have to deal with a shitty HOA. So that's the part that sucks. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot that goes into buying a house or getting property. And right now, it's not a good time to be looking at it. So stick with the renting, man. That's all I can say, right? Renting for now. What's the news with the coyotes? I'm hoping that they come to Connecticut. Um, Fingers crossed. Seriously hoping. That would just make my day. Finally, Lamont can do something that he should be doing. He is such a pain in the ass. But okay. Is the market okay? No. It's not okay. 
it's going up and down every other day and nothing's all right. And if your 401k is in the market, you should be concerned about that. You seriously should be. Invest in gold. You should be investing in gold because at least you know the value of what gold is versus the stock market in America. Like, do you really want to trust your money to that elderly lady with gray hair that doesn't know what the fuck's going on? Janet, whatever the fuck her name is, or Joe Biden or Jerome Powell. Remember when Powell bought all that stupid crap and did stupid things and now he has to do hyperinflation? Remember that? Because he's trying to control inflation, but it's not working and everything he does fails. He's failing, right? They're all failing. Do you really want to trust your investments and your money with them? You need to find a good financial advisor, hopefully a family member, and you need to get your money safe and you need to diversify your portfolio. I say it to you all the time. Um, I am on Jim Cramer's uh, club. And I'm involved in other clubs outside of Jim Cramer's club as well. And um, clearly, you want to have an idea of what stocks and bonds are in the market. But you really want to diversify your portfolio. You want to have some real estate. You want to have some gold and silver. And you want to have your money in different places. And you really want to invest in things where you're going to see your, your profit turn over. Like, I, I'd stay away from treasuries and I'd stay away from the government. I, I, I would seriously... Consider where your retirement is and and be very realistic about what's happening. Just saying. Moving into the next part of the conversation. How good are 401ks? I don't know if we can trust them. Like, I want to tell you that these people that are dealing with your 401ks at your job have good intentions. But I don't know if they do. I, I don't know if they're thinking long term. And that's what you need to be thinking about. What's that going to be worth when you actually retire? Like, is your company matching with you? How long is it going to take your company to match with you? A year? Okay. Is it worth it? Moving into the next part of the conversation. Halftime. I like watching that. That comes on, I think, uh, CNBC. It's pretty good. Kramer gives you the stocks, and we're part of the Kramer Club, and we watch Kramer. Comes on 6 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. Pretty good. Cruel Summer. That looks interesting. Gangland. The Bear. American Horror Story. Haven't watched that in forever. We're talking about things on Hulu right now. Kitchen Nightmares. I want to start Kitchen Nightmares, but I don't know what season to start it from, but I'm going to try. Um, Hell's Kitchen. I haven't watched Hell's Kitchen in forever, but I want to get back to that. And MasterChef. I can't even remember the last time I watched MasterChef. But I did find it really entertaining. So I'm really excited to see, you know, what the latest season was about. Moving into food. Factor. I feel like I'm going back into just ordering my food and having it be pre-made so I can put it in the microwave and I don't have to deal with cooking it. I'm just feeling lazy. Like, I don't want to do meal preps. I don't want to do meal preps. I really don't. Like, I just want an ordering service. I want to be able to press the button and I want it to get delivered to my house. Is it okay that I just want to be lazy and I don't want to spend all this time and effort and I don't want to have to go in the grocery store and figure out what I'm going to have for meal prep. I just want to be able to put it in my lunchbox and eat it. I just want that simplicity and I'll pay for it weekly, bi-weekly, whatever it costs. I'm going to go back into that. One, I just don't have time and I have other stuff to do and I don't want to invest all this. Like I say, you know, great job.
Honestly, I feel like. Mm, I'm just tired of the idea of meal prepping and spending all that time and effort. And I don't even like walking around the grocery store figuring out what I'm going to do. And I like looking at recipes and everything on Pinterest. But like when it comes to actually sitting there and making it, I don't want to do it. I'm trying to find an easy way to do it. You know, I'm doing the keto thing and we'll see what happens. But I think I'm going to do keto with factor. That's going to be what I'm moving back into ASAP. Limiting rice. Yes. And eating more broccoli. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with cauliflower rice. And they have this whole thing for cauliflower rice flavors. And I'm just going to stick to that. Lunch shouldn't be difficult, which is why I'm going back to factor. Weeknight dinner should be simple. You're making easy things like Taco Tuesdays. Like, uh, like... Zucchini noodles with meatballs or just meatballs or meatball grinders or simple things that don't take you a lot of time to make that are simple, right? Chicken and rice or or just simple things that don't take forever to do that take less time and are very easy to make. Like my husband comes up with really creative ideas. Skip is really like really good in the kitchen. He is really talented. Like I definitely think that if he put enough effort into it, he could probably open up his, his own restaurant and a lot of people would like the... The things he he creates and comes up with. He's really good in the kitchen. He is a chef for, for real. My brother uh, has this restaurant, Brian. It's called No Pork on This Fork. And uh, I really love to support him. And I really want to start going to his restaurant more often and eating his food. I love my brother. And I'm, I'm very excited and proud of him for his accomplishment with his restaurant. And I just wish him nothing but the best. And um, I'm, I definitely can't wait to try that. strawberry shortcake refresher that looks like that would be very good at starbucks maybe i'll have to try it one of these days oven baked orange chicken and i know i'm always talking about air fryer but we can still put stuff in the oven too (coughs) my allergies are killing me man that my friends is the end of this hump day pod of born to be a star and i will see you guess what tomorrow on thursday aka thursday thank you for tuning in to this hump day edition of born to be a star maybe you should go try that strawberry shortcake refresher from starbucks and tell me if it tastes good also you should watch all those things i said and you should become a member of the kramer club too yes the mad money club it's very intriguing very interesting you get all these emails and all these updates on what's going on in the stock market And if I'm going to trust anybody, I guess I'll trust Kramer. Let's do it. He does get frustrated a lot, and that's pretty entertaining. But I say try it, right? See if you like it. It's the end of the pod, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are, and you are the light and the darkness, and I see you. Have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday, and I'll see you tomorrow. Same place, same time. Bye.